best friends and introverts, welcome back to the You're So Quiet podcast, or welcome if you're joining us for the very first time. As always, I am your host, Chelsea Brown. This week, I am trying a different podcast location, so if you hear weird sounds, no, you didn't, okay? I'm trying to film for TikTok and do the podcast at the same time, and my podcast closet just is not giving the vibes that I want, so here I am. Anyway, this week we're going to be talking about the phrase nice guys finish last. It gives me major ick vibes and I need to talk about it. Okay, but before we get into that, let's do our mental health check. As always, you're going to rate your mental health from one to five, one being horrible, five being amazing. I today am actually I'm feeling pretty good. I'm at like a four. I finished all the painting that I can do for my little renovation project and I'm getting ready to put the room back to how it was while we wait for like windows and stuff to come in that takes three months for some mysterious reason. Um, I did not work on any of my edits this week because I did not have time and I'm trying not to beat myself up about it but part of me is like well you should have done this and you should it's I'm rolling my eyes at myself because how can I possibly be expected to do everything every single week? Like, it's not feasible. I feel like my workaholicism, workaholism, whatever, uh, has kind of gotten to a breaking point of sorts because I feel like I can't do anything that I enjoy if I have anything work-related that I could be doing. And it's a problem and it's not the life that I want to live, to be perfectly honest with you. So I am working on that and I'm trying not to judge myself, honestly, with varying success, to be quite honest with you. Um, But it's a work in progress and it's fine to try new things. It's fine to fail at things that you try. And I'm saying that to internalize it to myself because it's something that I kind of struggle to to believe, you know. Um, In other news, I am going to my first national racing event this weekend. It will have already happened by the time you listen to it. And I'm kind of, I'm excited, okay? But I'm also like very nervous because I went to the test event and the test event was perfectly fine. But even like the emails leading up to this actual national event are far more, mm, I don't know what the word is, like it seems more serious. You know, it seems like a national event. That's giving me a little bit of anxiety, as sad as it is. It's less anxiety than I've been experiencing the past couple weeks, so I'm taking it as a win, to be perfectly honest. What else? I think that's about it for me. Not too much is happening in my neck of the woods. Hopefully yours is either just as uneventful in a good way, or you're experiencing some really positive things that you're doing. I hope always for the best for you guys, for all of my best friends and my introverties. But I know that sometimes it can't, it's just not going to work out that way. So no matter how you're feeling, we're going to try, try not to judge ourselves for it and to just be ourselves, no matter what that looks like. While you are thinking about your mental health rating, I have some recommendations for you and they're not all like books, TV shows, or movies, because shocking to me more than anyone else, 
I'm like doing stuff with my life and it's weird. I don't know how I feel about it. It makes me feel very tired most of the time, but it's fine. It's fine. So first, my recommendation is a game. It is Hogwarts Legacy on PlayStation 5. I have always been an Xbox girly for since I, how long? So actually, it's not true. Growing up, I had a PlayStation and then like 10 years ago, I got an Xbox and I've never looked back to PlayStation since. However, I just got a PlayStation 5 and I have an Xbox Series X. So I have like the latest of both game consoles. And I have to say that I feel like PlayStation kind of edges out Xbox because of the controller. The controller is awesome and it actually has more of an interactive feel than an Xbox controller. When I first like plugged in my controller for the PlayStation, it needed an update and I've never needed an update for an Xbox controller ever, ever in my life. So I was a little concerned, like why does my controller need an update? But then I realized that it has like speakers in it. So if you get close to a certain item, like and it has sounds associated with it, you can actually hear the sound. Like it's it's really cool. I really like it. So I highly recommend the console and I'm enjoying the game so far. The game is giving me Harry Potter 3 on PlayStation 2 nostalgia in kind of in some kind of way because that was one of the first open world Harry Potter games that I ever played and I really enjoyed that. I played that game through several times and I'm excited to play this one through as well. I like that it's more decision based, like the decisions you make actually affect your life in the school and it's more like you made your own character and you are going through this versus I am Harry Potter now, you know? So I really like the game. I really like the console. Recommend them both. The second thing I'm going to recommend for this week is hobbies for pure enjoyment only. The thing about me is that I will start doing something and one of two things will happen. First thing that might happen and more likely, honestly, is that I will start the thing and find out I'm not amazing at it and then never touch it ever again. It is not my best quality. <laughs> um, the second thing that would happen is I find out that I'm like pretty okay at it and then I become obsessed with it and then I try to monetize. And the thing about that is that it really takes the fun and enjoyment out of it, to be perfectly honest with you. I feel like even with writing, I love to write, but trying to sell my book and going through all these edits, like it, it is work, you know, and it is kind of nice that I get to work doing something that I would be doing anyway, but at the same time, I'm working on something that just used to be just for fun and it's not just fun for me anymore, you know, so I highly recommend a hobby just for pure enjoyment. For me, that is racing cars at the moment. I am very competitive, so it's hard for me to not become obsessed with it because I'm like middle of the road, right? I'm not horrible. I'm not great, but I'm not terrible. So it's hard for me not to try to take it too seriously and then make it not fun for myself anymore. So I'm just trying to go to this race event this weekend and almost every weekend and just have a good time. Like that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. Highly recommend it. It's turning out it's turning out great, honestly. I like having something I just do just for fun. 
The third thing that I'm going to recommend this week is not groundbreaking, okay? But it is groundbreaking for me. As a bona fide introvert, I need time alone. And sometimes when I'm working all day or I'm out all day running errands, I've just had a busy day, I feel like I didn't get the time to myself that I needed, which means that I want to stay up late and just be by myself in silence, playing a game, reading a book, whatever, just like not working and not being super social. So going to bed early is a novel thing for me. And by early, I mean like asleep by 10 o'clock. Normally, when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I will force myself to stay up late for mm, no reason and play my game or whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's 1.30 in the morning and I have to be up by 7 the next morning to get my day started and run all my errands. So if you're not going to bed early because you're like me and you're like, oh, but I want to spend time by myself, you can spend time by yourself asleep. I'm finding that I'm just drained and if I just go to sleep I feel better. I don't get that same alone time to myself but I do get the recovery that I'm actually looking for. So not groundbreaking for some of you, kind of groundbreaking for me. Highly recommend going to bed early. Okay so with all of that behind us let's get into the topic of the week which is the phrase nice guys finish last. This phrase gives me major, major ick vibes. I can't, I just, every time I hear it, I cringe. I have a visceral reaction. So what happened was I am watching Love Island UK. As you may know, if you've listened to the podcast for two seconds, I'm obsessed with all the Love Island series. So I'm watching the latest season and I'm not going to give any spoilers because I am watching using a VPN, so I'm ahead of what's on Hulu at the moment. Somebody stepped out on somebody else, and the guy in the relationship is just like, ooh, nice guys finish last, blah, blah, blah. And I just can't, I just can't with the phrase. And I kind of wanted to just talk about why I hate it so much. And maybe you agree, maybe you don't. But like, let's talk about it because this phrase seems to become more and more pervasive. And you know what's really funny is that I only hear guys saying it. I'd never hear girls saying it about guys. So I don't know. Maybe that just gives me... It's like sometimes you have the pick me girl and then you have the nice guys finish last guy. Okay, so I, I I have some thoughts. And just FYI, I am going to be talking in generalizations, but take what serves you and leave the rest. If this doesn't apply to you and you're a guy listening, okay, it just doesn't apply to you. It's just like not everyone is a bad person, but the people that I'm talking about in this example, if the shoe fits, like the shoe fits, you know what I mean? So let's get into it. So I started off researching for the episode as I do. I like to have just a basic outline to go off of because I am somebody who will lose my train of thought in two seconds if I don't have an outline. I don't know what that is. Uh, always has happened to me. It's weird, but is what it is. So I was making my outline and I start off with a good old Google search. And the articles I found at first, like the first four hits, 
were written by men talking about how women are terrible and they don't want the nice guy and nice guys finish last, blah, blah, blah. Like it was very like bitter guys that have been rejected was kind of the vibe that I was getting. And so I refined my search a little bit because reading those was just giving me the ick about this topic in general and about men who say this kind of thing. So I was like, let me find, let me find the psychology behind nice guys finish last. And what I found was that the word nice seems to be the problem because people think of nice people as those who are shy, who are B-type kind of people, non-confrontational, has low self-esteem, the good guy. And all of this boiled down to people equate the nice guy with the boring guy. Back to my Love Island example of what spurred this conversation to begin with. The guy who said, nice guys finish last, is anything but those things. He is very confrontational. If there's something he doesn't like, he will speak up. He is loud. He is not, honestly, not the most popular guy there because he is the one that is going to call people out on their BS. And he's like always the guy that's kind of stirring the pot, you know? But he is anything but not assertive, okay? So that made me question which of these things is true about this guy on Love Island. It's not that he's not assertive. It's not that he is not confident. It's not that he's shy. The only thing that I found in the psychology of the word nice that could be applicable to this person is that he has low self-esteem. That made me think of when someone is not feeling great about themselves, a lot of times what people will do is lash out to other people. So in saying that he is the nice guy that she doesn't want, he's saying that she's immature, she doesn't know what she wants, she wants the bad boy, she wants blah, blah, blah. And then he feels like he has to like big himself up. Like, oh, I'm the nice guy that she didn't want. There's nothing wrong with me. And that is the core of the issue for me, is that sometimes when a girl rejects a guy, it's just that they don't like you like that, right? It's not anything like, oh, I'm too nice for her. I don't feel like any mature person that has grown out of the phase of trying to upset their parents is really going to say, oh, he was just too nice and that's the only reason I didn't like him. No, there was probably something else, right? The word nice, even if someone is like, oh, he was too nice. So what does that actually mean? Because I've never not liked someone because they were too kind to me. I've not liked them because they couldn't make a decision. I've not liked them because they needed constant validation about their appearance or about their job or whatever. And I'm just not prepared to give that to somebody. I've not liked someone because of some certain quality, but it was not, oh, they were too kind, they were too nice, and so I just didn't want to be with them. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So, and also, when someone is saying, oh, nice guys finish last, you're saying the girl that made you say that is stupid because she doesn't want someone who's like so nice and so kind. To me, it's like a problem with accountability for what the actual issue is. The actual issue is that she just doesn't want to be with you. 
for whatever reason. It doesn't really matter what the reason is. Okay, but you want to make yourself feel better by saying, oh, I'm so nice and that's why she didn't want to be with me. No, she just didn't want to be with you. Maybe she wasn't attracted to you. Maybe there's some other quality that you have that she doesn't like. But I can guarantee that it's not like, oh, he was way too kind to me. I didn't like that. It also seems like the guys who are like, oh, nice guys finish last are not actually nice guys. Like there's no self-awareness here. You're kind of being a jerk or you have some quality that like, oh yeah, I see why she doesn't, she doesn't like that about you. She doesn't like how controlling you are. She doesn't like how you speak to the waiter. I don't know. But it's not like the guys that say this are actually so nice, okay? Which also brings me to the simple fact that women do not owe men a single solitary thing. I don't owe you my phone number because you came up to me, because you complimented me, because you were nice to me for four seconds. I don't owe you anything, okay? I can reject you for any reason. It could be no reason at all. Maybe I'm not interested, okay? It's fine for me just to not be interested. I do not have to give a reason for saying no to you. And for you to just go off then and say, oh, nice guys finish last and go to your boys and be like, oh, it's because I was so nice and she just didn't give me her number because she's this way and that way. Like, no, maybe she was just out with her friends. Like it is sometimes it's just not that deep. Okay. And I would even say that most times it is not that deep. I feel like societally, we really need to internalize that women do not owe men anything. I feel like even just operating in the world, right? I feel that I have to give a reason for saying no to someone. I, when I'm walking down the street, I have to be the one to move aside so that the man can pass me unimpeded. I have to cram myself against the wall so that the man can take up the entire freaking sidewalk. It's, it's wrong. And this, this phrase, in my opinion, perpetuates that societal expectation that women bow down to men, for lack of a better term, okay? I cannot tell you the number of times that I've heard the phrase, oh, nice guys just finished last. And it's like, okay, you were rejected. Get over it. We've all been rejected. And I understand how much courage it takes to go up to a girl that you think is pretty and ask for her phone number and how crushing it is and how embarrassing it can be. But that doesn't mean that, oh, I'm so nice and that's why she didn't like me. She just didn't like you or she didn't like the moment or whatever. Just honestly, get over yourself, okay? That sounds so harsh, but I need you to genuinely understand If you are someone who says, nice guys finish last, that women do not owe you anything just because you're nice. At the end of the day, we are all the hero in our own story. There's no one who is the villain in their own story. Like, oh, I'm I'm the bad guy here. I'm always the bad guy. I'm evil. I'm whatever. We always try to see the best in ourselves. And for the most part, we kind of blind ourselves two negative qualities about ourselves because it doesn't really paint a very flattering picture sometimes. For example, 
I am someone who quits things really easily. That's not a great quality. I am someone who can be very mean, like very mean when someone has upset me. That's not great. I am someone who can be really bratty when I'm tired or when I'm hungry. I can take that out on people who literally have not done anything to me. That's not a great quality. But those are qualities that I have. And it is part of what kind of makes me who I am for better or worse. And I do feel that rejection can bring out these bad qualities and can kind of make you pull away from the idea that, oh, maybe I'm not actually who I thought I was inside. Like she rejected me. Oh, well, it must be because of my good qualities, not because of these other bad qualities that maybe she saw and didn't like. And logically, if you're rejected, it's going to bring out those not so nice qualities about you. I can be very mean. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is about me, but sometimes like you catch me on the wrong day and I will bite your freaking head off. Do I like that about myself? No, it's not great. I try to not be that person, but I am that person, right? And if I'm rejected, it will again shine that really harsh light on my bad qualities because that's more likely to come out when you're facing rejection than your really good qualities. Like you can be really nice and really giving and really accommodating to other people, but are those things that are really going to come out when your feelings are hurt and when your ego is bruised? Maybe not. At the end of the day, I feel like it just boils down to it's not that nice guys finish last. I feel like it's just that maybe they didn't like you that way. And it's not because you were nice. It's just because of some other reason or frankly, no other reason at all. People don't just look at, look at you and they're like, oh, they're too nice and I hate when people are nice to me. That's not happening. No one is doing that. So please, for the love of all things holy, please stop saying the phrase, nice guys finish last. If you continue to say it, I will spontaneously appear and the negative qualities about myself will come out at you. Okay? <laughs> we just have to end it. We just have to end it. It's, it's not, it's just not good. It's not a good look and we got to just just kill the phrase, okay? With all of that being said, we are about at the end of our time together this week. Thank you so much for joining me this week and every week. I love talking to you guys. I love spending time with you guys. And so I just kind of, you know, I look forward to it. If you're feeling particularly generous, I would love if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps out the show, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. You can also follow the podcast Instagram and TikTok at your so quiet pod, Y-O-U-R-E, so quiet pod. Again, I'm trying to record my, my podcasts and then upload some little snippets to TikTok. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it's not one of those things that I start and then stop because I'm not amazing at it. Who knows? I'm giving it a shot. Doesn't hurt to try new things. This may be an introvert podcast, but it doesn't hurt to be a little social every now and then. Until, of course, my social battery runs out and I have to go to sleep early. <laughs> okay, that's all for now. I love you guys so much. I will talk to you next week. Okay, love you. Bye.